1: the final furlong podcast is brought to you in association with at the races.com the ultimate resource for racing fans
0: hello and welcome to the award-winning final furlong podcast i name is kennedy once again joined in studio after a very very busy time particularly at the golf sales mr kevin blake hello congratulations on selling your dandy man yep way gone so you're happy
2: yeah good result went good to result. went to a good home I believe so Not 100%
0: confirmed now, But I'm pretty sure I know he, he's going to A, yard, a good yard A new market So that's all good Excellent news And there will be another one Shortly off the Kevin Blake Golden production line Just in time for next year Might no, be a few more Of a foal to sell And two mares to sell So plenty more To come this year Telling he was of the top breeder This Kevin Blake uh, That's the award winning Kevin Blake We are also joined By the award winning Presenter Of the At the Races Bloodstock show It's Vanessa Ryle
1: Hey there I'm not going to argue the award-winning section. I'm not sure what award I've won, and I'm
0: not sure what that. award the podcast has won. Well, here's the thing: uh, the three of us are all holding awards. The thing is, they're not ours. But if we just if we just keep holding them, then and play our cards right, then maybe someday we'll win the Cartier Award for a Podcast of the Year. That's all we got to do. It's not who owns it; it's who has it at the time. So I'm going to claim that this, these awards are ours. Oh, Stop. <laughs> Okay, we got a lot to talk about. It is one of the biggest weeks racing of the entire year. Even if you are the most hardcore National Hunt fan, you got to admit that this is going to be a special weekend's racing to talk about. We're going to, first of all, and this is going to be a little bit odd because as we're recording this, the draw for the arc is about to be unveiled. But we're going to talk about Ashanti, first of all. It it's is- not a <laughs> you, almost, you almost had me, you almost <laughs> had me. Oh man Because I've been getting that wrong In like every single podcast For some bizarre reason Who knows why Maybe it's my incompetence um, We will talk about Chantilly First of all It's Europe's Richest single race day And France Gallup Have finalised the programme Which is as follows 10 past 1 Live on At The Races The pre-Marcel Bouzac, one forty-five, The pre-Jean-Luc Lagardère 2.20 The one we're all looking forward to The Qatar Arabian World Cup. I cannot wait for that race. It's going to be sensational. I'm sure ITV are thrilled, having gone to great lengths to get the coverage that they get to bring us the purebred Arabian race. Uh,
3: 305,
0: it is the actual big one. The Qatar Prix de l'Arc de Triomphe. 350, Prix de l'Opera. 4.35 4.35 the Prix de Abbe, and it rounds up with the Prix de la Forêt which of course motto has officially been ruled out of so let's start uh, by talking about the big one itself now we're going to come back to this a little bit later on because the draw will be revealed Coolmore obviously have decided to just mess with my mind lately because they took Highland Reel out of the Irish champion stakes and now they've taken him out of the arc and it's clearly personally directed at me and not for the <laughs> for the welfare of the horse who would have Next to no chance on soft ground, although there's conflicting weather reports for Shanty, uh for the weekend, but we will delve on one thing. We will after time here. There were a lot of people speculating on social media last week when it was announced by Edna Bryan. Stop the shuffling, winter. Vanessa! Could go for the hour. Yeah, you're really knocking it off there, Vanessa. Uh, there was- what? <laughs> Stop knocking it off, Vanessa. <laughs> Um, Jesus. There was a lot of speculation on social media That all this talk about Winter going for the arc Was just hype And it was nonsense and that she wouldn't run But Kevin Blake knew Kevin Blake told you all on the Final Furlong Podcast No, the intention is to run Winter Not only does she run Ryan Moore is going to do the weight and is going to ride And I was saying last week, if he does do that Is that a tip in itself? So I put it to you, Kevin Blake The big clash of the Phillies is on enable versus winter they've never met before we've wanted them to meet and now we finally get it to happen i'm
2: surprised ryan is on winter and before we start now there's been a big hoo-ha today now but ryan moore's choice to ride winter i don't think he has a choice i don't think there's any choice involved here i think he's told what to ride and i think that's been the case for a long long time
1: when when, when, who was having the hoo-ha
2: Oh, it's been on social media all day. Just, oh, how has he chosen winter? Oh, it would have been the last one I would have picked, blah, blah, blah. He did, there's no decision
0: there. He didn't make a decision. He so, told what to ride. So in the past, we've had Brian Cooper on the show on numerous occasions, and in his previous employment, he told us that it was his decision, and he's said that on several occasions, that he chose what to ride. But just because that was his arrangement with Michael O'Leary does not necessarily mean that that's going to be, going to be the arrangement of every first jockey for a major owner, major stable.
2: No, I, I don't think it's his choice. Hey, could be totally wrong, but I, I get the impression it's not his choice. I didn't think he'd be on Winter now where there was his choice for
0: somebody else's now. I thought... Well, on the Sunday Forum, you were suggesting that Wayne Lorden could write her.
2: Yeah, because he knows her very well. Um, I thought, you know, on good ground, he might he'd write Highland Reel. On soft ground, he might oh, write Otter oh, St. George.
0: Oh, like dagger in the heart. But look, there we are.
2: We are where we are. No point in talking about that. The, the decisions are made now. And it's just going to be really interesting, isn't it? Because, in, look, in a, this this race is largely all about enable. If all of these, like, granted, bar something odd happens with the draw, on all these Phillies and Colts' very best days, at these weights, I think enable wins.
0: Yeah, Pretty, that's... More often than she loses. She deserves to be as short a shorter price favourite as she is based on what she's done this season.
2: No, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that now. Well, but but the, the statement is, if, they, if all these horses met on their on their best days, she would win more often than she loses. You would think that that would, would, means that, that, that would imply that she's, she's a fair price, to odds on. I think there's enough reason to believe that she won't be at her best here yeah. to, to make her an unappealing prospect at odds
0: off. I think that my point there was, with the exception of her debut this season... She's swept all before her, including her second-in-the-market rival, Ulysses, who Frankie Dettoria said today in a and a on Twitter is his biggest rival. So given the fact that she has beaten uh, Ulysses comfortably, albeit on very soft ground at Ascot, and that track can be quite different, uh, I can understand why she takes up so much of the market. And I, I can understand why so many people were getting in touch with you on the Sunday Forum to say, hey, this thing's a machine, she's going to win. But you were raising your eyebrow and raising concerns on the basis of what she did at York, which was a very comfortable victory. However, you had cause for concern on the back of the performance.
2: I didn't think she was all that impressive. You know, as 5 length victories go in on Group 1s, um, I thought she'd a harder race than ideal. She made her seasonal reappearance on the 21st of April. It's been a long season. She seemed to peak at Epsom. She was brilliant at the car, brilliant at Ascot. Not so brilliant last time Look and I'm a huge fan of this filly And I have been since since Epsom now I had my doubts going into it But since then she's got me She's absolutely brilliant And um, you can't give £9 to machines lads Or or £10 £10 You can't give £10 to machines Unless they're not quite themselves And I would just be concerned enough to take her on If she goes and wins this by five legs I'll be thrilled I'll be be upstanding and, and giving her a wild ovation Because she is a brilliant filly I just worry and I'm a bit concerned that it just might be a bit too much now at the end of a long, tough campaign.
0: We also uh, do...
2: And at, at the price as well, you know, it's it's an, e- it's an easy enough decision for me now to look for something as an alternative against her.
0: There are a number of forces who had a, a hard time of it at Goodwood and Winter had looked an absolute machine prior to lining up at Leopardstown last time out. Um, but she in herself is a cautionary tale. I mean, we still think the world of her and still think she's a really... Top class racehorse, but she was ultimately beaten last time out. And it just goes to show you that these horses are not machines. They can't perform to their absolute pitch perfect tone each and every time. And so when you look at her at that price, for all that she has been fantastic this season, she is definitely John Gosden's stable star. The idea of her and Frankie and Gosden I mean, Gosden's one of the most likable trainers in the business. Frankie is so charismatic. The horse herself has been brilliant. There's a lot to like about her, but she's even money odds on. So in that regard, while you might want to be with her and you might want to back her as a listener of this podcast for us, well, for me anyway, she's easy to move past.
3: Yeah, look,
2: I'll I'll try and find find something against her. And uh, Mm -hmm. as an each way alternative. And if, look, if she goes and smashes them up and I finish second, then I'm not, not that upset.
0: Yeah, because I think you would take a See the Stars view to it. You'd be happy enough to just... Watch a Zarkava was probably a, a better example. If we get to see something special, that's worth almost more as racing fans.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the draw is going to be important.
0: I'm really looking forward to seeing Eight the draw. Eight minutes as we record to the draw. By the way,
2: really looking forward to seeing it because it'll either make Frankie's job tricky or it'll make it. It'll make it a bit easier if he if if she's drawn low. I'm sure she'll go forward, sit handy, and the lower drawn he is, the easier that will be because. We all remember Frankie's ride on Golden Horn mm. in the arc mm. where he wanted to sit handy but was drawn very wide. And Frankie had loads of praise for that ride. I thought it was a bit over the top myself because at the end of the day, once you shoot forward from a wide draw, you're totally at the mercy of the decisions of those on your inside as to what kind of a spot you get. So it's not really Frankie's actions that, that worked out so well for him on the day. It was the fact that it just panned out well for him inside him. And that would be the case again here. If, if, if he's drawn 16, 17, 18, and he wants to, and I can only imagine he will want to shoot forward no matter where he's drawn because she stays well and she likes to sit handy.
0: Isn't there talk of her hold, them holding her up this time?
2: Ah, good luck. load of rubbish. <laughs> Won't happen. Typical pre-group one mind games. Couldn't, couldn't see that happen.
0: All right, Vanessa Ryle has been chomping at the bit to get into the action. Vanessa, your thoughts on Enable?
1: No, I just wanted to ask Kevin before my thoughts come into my mind. Um, <laughs> Kevin, after her King George win, was really, I think we did a podcast or I listened to a podcast, but either way, you were kind of like, you know, the, when he was talking about running her in the Yorkshire Oaks, you were very much like, why would you do that? Just give her a little break, bring her back for the arc. That'd be perfect. Then she went and ran in the Oaks and won by five, did a what I'm going to ask you is if she hadn't, I know it's a hypothetical question, but I still find it interesting. If she hadn't a run in the Yorkshire Oaks and was coming here off the back of her King George win, would you be more positive on her?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Cool. 100%. Interesting. Because yeah, look, you, you know, uh, we were spoiled by the likes of. See the stars, I suppose is the example that springs to mind, Stunning. and and and, Fra- and Frankel, in that they were able to be kept up for so long, yeah,
0: and and, and to keep peaking, relentless gallops as well,
2: you know. But I think they're colts as well. You know, it's it's a harder thing to do with a filly with a three year old filly. She's had a tough, tough campaign.
0: Why is it harder to sustain a three year old filly through a campaign as opposed to a three year old colt? Well, generally they wouldn't have the constitution, right, and
2: they're a little bit more. Hormonally vulnerable, we'll say, to, to peaks and troughs of form.
0: So if you're at the racetrack and they say enables in season, you know you're in trouble.
2: It, it well, at this time of year, it wouldn't even be an issue. It'd be the opposite. They'd, they'd, been to, they'd be starting to shut down at this at this time of year. You know, when they, when it gets a bit cooler, and you know, they can go in their coats a bit quicker. I know. I'm sure John Goslin will be doing everything he can to keep her in in, in summer form. For as long as you can,
1: I mean, you haven't learned that women are trickier characters than men, basically. <laughs> and the you learn that the better.
0: <laughs> but there's a little bit more at play. Notice there. Notice I had no comment to that,
1: but it's yeah.
2: just it's just a fact, you know. Philly's, Philly's, Philly's <laughs> compi- you know, in, in the context of racing... To race, clarify yeah, you're talking about racing and race horses. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just look. No better man than John Gosden to try and pull this off, but it, it's just concerning enough for me now. You know, I'm not. I'm not, lads. I'm not saying go out and lay her, lay her for your bank or anything. You know, really bullish like that. But there's just enough, for, and it doesn't take me much reason to find to find a reason to uh, to
0: oppose Nazan Favre. And I think there's plenty of reason here to take on an able. Got a text from Robbie McNamara here that says, uh, is that Kevin Blake fence-sitting again on an enable? Uh, How is to the fence-sitting <laughs> Take her on. To be fair, <laughs> I, I think your point is that it's the kind of result that if she goes and bolts it up the five lengths, as you said, you can just celebrate the fact that it's a great performance in racing and we all move on to another day and we dust ourselves off and go to the ATM machine and... <laughs> D- end. D- Vanessa! Vanessa, you actually said before recording, oh, I'm going to put the phone on Do Not Disturb and silent. Honest, and-
1: I don't understand what's going on. I've put my phone on Do Not Disturb. That bit is clicked. It's on. It's not on silent. Oh. It's on silent now. It's on silent now. Everyone just calm down. All right, and so off.
0: moving swiftly along, if you're going to take an Abel which you clearly are, who do you want to take her on with? We've got the surprise inclusion of Ulysses because... For quite a while, the talk was Delmar and going straight there. They've decided to take this in. Is that a tip in itself? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say so.
2: Like people lose sight of how much money this race is worth. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth two and a half million pounds to the winner, yeah. a million for finishing second, half a million for finishing third. Yeah. I know the pound is in, is down in the old trough at <laughs> the minute, like, but that's still a lot of pounds. But like euro is doing all right. So. Oh yeah, it's it's a lot of money, lads. Yeah. And Ulysses. Uh, the deal has been struck for him to go off to Chevrolet Park, which
0: we talked about in the podcast. We were debating that, that was possibly me, he'd go no. to Coolmore. It's yeah, huge for Chevrolet Park to, to land Ulysses. Yeah, big, big. You know, it, it,
2: uh, look, he's going to have two more races before he finishes up, I assume, unless they go off to Hong Kong or someplace like that. And it's the arc. He he'd be second fav.
0: You got to run him. Mm. You got to run him. He's been second to Enable in the King George. It You'd just say makes the sense. same thing
2: about Cracksmen, but they're not running him.
0: But there oh, you go. Oh my goodness! Um, You're, you pleaded, you begged, run him, run him. People have been tweeting that that phrase to the Final Furlong Podcasts uh, Twitter page. Fell on deaf ears. Awful decision. Awful decision. But hey ho, it's made. Oh, uh, but it but it makes perfect sense to go to the English Champion Stakes over ten furlongs on heavy ground. Yep, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. I'm No interest What? I, I, I got a chance To
2: vent my spleen On that On the old Sunday forum So I'm not going to go And what they, like, make the same argument Terrible decision But anyway So what do I like? Uh, the draw is going to be Important here Two minutes away From the draw Really looking forward to it I You know It's a tricky one Because it, I want to make a case For Order of St. George You know
1: Yes you do Well done You've done
2: it Um, I well. hope there's more Rain The more rain The better I know people would say, oh, but look, he was kind of, I finished third, but he was ultimately well-beat in the race last year. It, look, I, you're clearly relying on an able lobbing here in your reasoning, her running below form and take her out. Let's just eliminate her from our thoughts at the minute and we're weighing up this race. Is there anything in this field that would beat a, an on found, we'll say? Yeah. You might struggle to find one. And Order of St. George, I think, and I could be wrong, I think there's a little angle there in that they've started to ride him much more aggressively in his last couple of starts, and he's been deadly. Mm. He's been deadly in the Irish Ledger trial and the Irish Ledger itself. They've ridden him very forwardly, booted on, no messing, and he's absolutely bolted up twice. And I know they rode him forward enough now in the arc last year, but the ground was was, was good. And if we were a bit closer to soft here, and he has a nice low draw, and Donoghue can get him into a nice prominent posse and just be really aggressive with him, he's, I think he's going to be banged there. He may or may not win now, but he'll be banged there in the mix for you, I think. Uh, in general, in this race, I'd rather one that's going to be bang up there and stays well rather than one, like Winter will say, that's likely to be ridden a small bit quieter. will need cover and will need a bit of luck. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd rather one that's going to be bang up there and he he will be bang up there, you know, barring he gets a ridiculous draw which we're going to find out in like 30 it's seconds. It's now 8 hopefully. o'clock, yeah. Oh, they, I hope they don't
0: have a big long draw ceremony. Oh, where oh. that, that oh. bald fellow from UEFA and now FIFA comes out, Giovanni Infantino comes out and says, oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. And half an hour later, they're still talking to it Kate Abdo. It probably is, you know, it probably oh. is. The draw <laughs> ceremonies are awful. Just get on with it. Order St. George comes into this in much better form than last season, which is another point that you've made as well.
2: I've said in the podcast before that Order of St. George is not a horse to rely on. It can be very funny. And if you get him off the bridle, you normally have him in big trouble. But normally, he's long odds on. He's a double figure price here and will be on the day. So such such
0: worries aren't you know, as worrisome uh, in those circumstances. Okay, that's him who Dunica is going to ride. Vanessa, it sounds as though you are quite keen on Order of St. George as well.
1: Yeah, well, as standard, Kevin Blake stealing my work because I actually made all those value points last week on the podcast. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) I jest, I jest.
3: It's
0: okay, I wasn't listening. (laughs) Oh, that's the comeback for your jab about not reading his blog. (laughs) Yeah. Whoever said Kevin Blake's not bitter, there you go.
1: Most people know that I am a Ulysses fan. Uh and I genuinely think that he has he's improving obviously at the moment with every race. Like we, we can all see that and ratings all point in that direction. So I believe he's better now than he was when he last took on an able in the King George and got stuffed by four lengths. Um but I worry about Ulysses at Shanti and I worry about his quirkiness in quite such a big field. We all know the sort of style which has to be ridden. Jimmy Crowley has to hold him up and come late and kind of look after him a little bit in terms of you don't want to hit the front too soon. And I think this might be a little bit too much of a sort of slog for him somehow. I don't think he'll appreciate a slog. And I'm not sure he's that tough. I think he's incredibly talented, but I don't think he's that tough. Um, And so as a result, even though I am a Ulysses fan, I don't want to... Um, I, I, I don't want to be backing him in this because I, I, because of all those reasons, basically. Because it's a big field as well with the, the style in which he runs, he could easily meet a bit of traffic. I know it's not long, Sean, but it's still a big field and it's going to be horses falling out the back of the screen. Um, so that is a concern. And when I went through, I stared at the race card for a good long while and I just kept coming back to Order of St. George for all the points that, on, on a serious note, that Kevin has made. And for the fact, the big angle that he's just such an odd horse that I know he can throw in an absolute stinker of a run, but I also know that he can show real flashes of brilliance from time to time. And it, it just feels like he's on a real go, going sort of mood at the moment. Like his last few runs have just been so good. And I, you know, he's, he's not that ground dependent, but the soft ground is going to help him, which it looks like we get. Actually, Kevin mentioned it earlier, conflicting ground reviews out there. I'd love to know what was going on. Mm. Was off, but there's been no rain for days. They might have rain. I mean, i if anyone has an update on that, great. But I think that will come into play. Um, I mean, look, that, to reiterate the point as well, we're all relying on Enable not running to form. If Enable runs to form, she wins. If not, I would be backing Order of St. George. I think he'll make it. I think that he'll make it. Enable will track him. Somehow, there'll be a nice, even pace. If Enable's on form, she'll swoop by. If she's not, she won't. Aura St. George will just plug on. Ulysses will hit traffic. And Bramato will do too little, too late, and make up ground, but without ever being a danger. And Winter will do a found, ACA 2015, and fall out the back of the TV screen and come back next year and win it. Uh,
2: Just in terms of the pace, um, I wonder, is Doha Dream in there as a pacemaker? For Andre Fabre. Uh, the other
1: thing is, is, it's like I feel like I'm totally ignoring two, two dual classic winners in Capri and Bramato. Like, literally, we're just ignoring them, like they're not even gonna take part.
0: Well, no, we'll we'll deal with them. But I mean, let's let's deal with Bramato first of all. Um, he was awful last time.
1: He was, but we like he was too bad to be true. The, French, the
0: Frenchies to love true. a trial.
2: Yeah. You know? The Frenchies love a trial. They do. They're, they're not upset if one gets beaten in the trial. That's
0: true. And he did blow it at the start, and he could
2: improve I, for stepping up a trip.
1: Off, he's coming here off the back of two classic wins in France, one at the track. Mm. That you know, like that's a lot. He's two from two at the track,
0: and another dual classic winner who Vanessa said some people are ignoring, although not a colleague of ours, Mike Ward from the races, who has this horse at an obscenely big price so the best of luck to you, sir, uh, is Capri, who's won the Irish Derby and the St. Ledger. So it goes the Scorpion route, having finished second in the Irish Derby, uh, won the Grand Prix de Paris and then the St. Ledger. That didn't quite work out too well for him, though. Um, has there ever been a St. Ledger winner of the arc? If there has been, it's been a long time since since there was one. Oh, didn't Nijinsky just get beaten after completing the Triple Crown? And
2: wasn't right in the arc. Yeah. I think Leicester was quite sour over that. I so. think it's historically, you know, it, obviously if you're running in the ledger
0: you know i now according to the trends anyway <laughs> if you've run in the St. Ledger first of all you're worth nothing at stud as <laughs> Vanessa Ryle would tell you knowing all about the stallions um, so you know once you enter the gate for that you can kiss your flat racing uh, goodbye you're going to be a national hunt stallion and that's that <laughs> and second of all um, terrible trial terrible 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 trial for the arc uh, forget him lads not even the mighty Camelot could do it. And he had Frankie <laughs> de Tory on board who has been rights' right's favourite this week, lad. So, listen, the trends couldn't be clear. Yeah, what Norville said. But uh, where did he come from? It's been so long since he's been on the show.
1: Is that because I'm back.
0: Oh, that's probably it, actually, yeah. So the arc bookings for Aidan O'Brien are as follows. We know that Ryan Moore's going to ride winter. The big surprise and the one that gave the three of us the biggest eyebrow raise was Wayne Lorden's on Capri. Given Jamie Heffernan's association with that horse, I'm quite surprised. He's going to ride Idaho instead. Pat Smullen comes in for the ride on 7th Heaven, who, if it was good ground, you'd like the chances of. And Donica gets the ride Order of St. George. So, in terms of jockey bookings, this will have messed with a lot of people's heads because it hasn't gone the way many of us... Like, if, if we had had a conversation Sunday night... This is not the way. Well, first of all, I would have thought Helen Reel would have be been here, but second of all, we wouldn't have thought that that would be the bookings. No, God, the
2: biggest surprise was Shamey not on Capri now, given that he's ridden them so much more than anyone else has ridden them,
0: and um, that was a big surprise to me. But there you go. So, if they are told who to ride as opposed to deciding who to ride, do you deem that to be a negative? I don't. Know. No offense to don't Wayne don't Lorden, just that shamey has got such a a rapport with the horse. He's won a classic on him. Um, I, I honestly don't know I don't want to read Too much
2: into it We we have the information We have And let's just go Based on that And look Capri He'll be ridden Good and forward he loves soft ground And he stays very well So again He fits into the same mix As Order of St. George I just suspect Order of St. George Is a better horse than him Okay um, Agreed Idaho is interesting You know He'll be a banana's price But people will Quickly forget That he was basically upsides Ulysses In the King George He was a huge race that not thing. dissimilar conditions course course and ground to what we'll be tackling in the arc mm-hmm. um, and he's a horse that we we may not have seen the very best of. I know he's a bit of a quirk bag and everything else. He's he's a fuller brother to Highland Reel, but he's not quite as straightforward as Highland Reel, and he's also
0: just not quite as good as Highland Reel. Probably not, but. Be fair to Highland Reel, he has got better as he's got older. Yeah, and we've seen big prize horses place in the arc before. That's one of the reasons that makes me think this is a nightmare race if you're considering an each-way bet. Like, if you're considering having the loot on Order of St. George each-way because based on last year's form, he can't be knocked out of the first three with a mallet because he's in better form now. Well, I put it to you, there are so many horses that have the chance of not only winning if Enable's not on form... But also placing. And you've also brought up another point, which is the pace of this race. We're going to have quite a pace, you would imagine, from Bally Doyle. Well, where, which one? Doha Who? Dream. Who's going to do it from Bally Doyle? Well, Capri, you think, is going to be forward. Order St. George, you think, but is going, going to be to forward. What's
2: going to make it? Like, I, think Do-ha, I think Doha Dream will go forward, and I think the, the, the second Japanese horse could go forward, as yeah, he, did he last definitely time. Will, so, yeah. so, so, know, he's uh, a bit no of a, less. He's a bit of a nutter, isn't he? He could well, they could be, but again, the draw is going to be so key here. You know, I think Bally Doyle would prefer a sound gallop, and they may one of theirs could well do it if required. But it, there's no real out and out natural front runner there, is there? No, and really. there's no, there's no like all of them have a bit of a chance. I know a couple of them are big prices, but I would consider all of them as having certainly a place chance. Seventh mm. Heaven was awful the last day, but Barry. Yeah, needed I, w- that run. I wouldn't worry about that. You know, if the ground was good and she, you know, she probably wouldn't be the price she is if the ground was good, but she'd probably be my selection, you know, if the ground was good at a a wild price. Yeah, I think she's a very talented filly when she gets Mm -hmm. her conditions. She stays very well and she'd be just the type for this now, but I don't know if she'll be fully effective if it's closer to soft.
0: Yeah, that's going to be the key thing.
2: If... And I I don't really know because like like we've said a couple of times we're getting mixed reports on the all ground front. If it was closer to good, I have a couple of quid on her now, lads, because she's she's very talented. I think. Remember, she smashed up found in the Yorkshire Oaks last year, and found wasn't at her very best, but she's she's a talented filly. Yeah, she
0: really is. What she did at Newmarket at the start of the season was, was really impressive. As well, yeah, on the back of a I fine did, run in Maiden
1: uh, in the paddock at Newmarket. Um, has a, back in 2015, and I couldn't believe, like, I'd never seen a racehorse that was like, more like a whippet in my life. Like, she is so racy, and she just looked like an out-and-out athlete, and I've been a bit disappointed with her in recent times, I must say. I just don't know she just, don't know.
2: Yeah, I think that, she, she blows a bit
0: hot and cold, but when she's, when she's in tip-top form, she's top class. She's an order of St. George, when she gets it right, when it all falls her way. She's really good. Um,
1: so who's there again? Sorry, I know we've
0: been through this. Uh, she, Pat Monahan uh, takes the ride in Seventh Heaven. Great. Um, I mean, thoughts on fair. the French horses Cloth of Stars and Christophe Soumillon is talking about Zarak today.
2: Yeah, the French have a
0: bad crop of of middle distance horses,
1: yeah. in my
2: opinion. Um, mm. They've been struggling to defend their borders at the likes of Douvail and what have you all season, mm. and uh, I think they could be in trouble here. German horses. That sounds very sweeping. But I stand over. Yeah. <laughs> the German horse is interesting if it's soft. Um, do you want to have a go at pronouncing that? De Shingus? Sing- Secret? Secret? Yeah, based on that run last time, um, clearly improving, will relish soft ground if it is that way and will stay very well. So again, a horse that's probably not going to be um, a million miles from the pace will stay really well and will handle soft ground. So again, look, I know he's probably well found in the market now. The type of price he is now is probably reflective. But again, like you say, it's just going to be very competitive. And a lot of this, I, I, I can't emphasize enough how important the draw is going to be because if Enable is below herself, you know, the run of the race is going to be so important yeah. because I don't think outside of Enable, I don't think there's anything talent enough here to win in spite of a poor run through. I think it might just be whichever horse gets the most, the, the, the most efficient run in the day and handles prevailing
0: conditions the, the, the best, you know? Um, Setono Diamond, there was rumours coming from Shanti that this horse was sparkling on the gallops, catching pigeons in the gallops. Not today, apparently. Christophe Lemire is fairly, fairly, um, walking in with these shrugged shoulders I would but.
2: love to see the Japanese win this race they
0: seem to be very
2: downbeat yeah. in comparison to what the, the you know the, they're the never the positivity that often emanates from that kind they're never bullish but they're they're positive yeah, and they're not no, this
0: time around no. okay so let's but it's one of those years this could be
2: a what's the name of that filly that won the arc that everyone forgets salima salima salimia could be one of those years if Enable doesn't do it. Yeah, do the I wouldn't
0: trade. be Well, that's uh, why
1: I wouldn't rule out is. something like 7th
0: Heaven. Imagine if Idaho won the Arc.
2: You know, you know south dish ground could happen.
1: I'm just going to put out that I'd be very very disappointed if it was one of those years. Oh, of like course, this. yeah. Has genuinely got me excited for this weekend. Like it is such a top class yeah. race. I'm properly looking forward to it. And I know, you know, they win on the day, I know the vessels on the day, whatever. If one of these sort of like 66 to one <laughs> shots, 50 to one silver wave with it, Jesus Christ alive, just put me down.
2: Honestly, I can get a fair sniff of anticlimax off this race now. Putting
0: you on blast, Pascal Barry. Vanessa <laughs> Riles coming for you. And can't wait for an interview with you on the Bloodstock Show and after
1: Please say, I mean, I am really like cutting my ties with good connections. Oh yeah. Know. yeah
0: well, okay. John Gosden won't take your phone calls anymore.
1: John uh, Boston has stopped inviting me around for dinner,
0: which is somewhat disappointing. <laughs> Sally, your mother can still go, but you're you're off the guest list apparently. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me put forward the case to you because we've we've kind of been talking about this for so long because we were hoping that the French would be on time, that they would be punctual, and that have the draw done. Surprise, surprise, uh,
2: well, they're not. Uh, this is just unexpected. We th- we did not plan for this because so, who would think the French
0: would be late? It's an awful shock to me, anyway. I mean, I thought that they would be, you know, punctual right on time have everything no they're currently 19 minutes late with the draw the ceremony itself hasn't even begun From imagine, a the, c- imagine the scene Kate Abdo on the stage glasses <laughs> of wine cheese <laughs> special guest Claude Duval there to make the draw
1: <laughs> general sweeping statement
0: just being made ah. right. first of all Matt I
2: congratulate you all on a fantastic ceremony I, I have pre-ordered
1: Claude's book <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: I, and I will, and I will give, I will give it a plug. I I believe What's it's happening? out any day now, and it's called. Um, I honestly
0: completely forget. You got but a lot it, of people the, to buy Harry Finley's book last week. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. I Harry, you, can send, you can
1: send I'm me commission fifty eight,
0: and I'm still on it now. <laughs> um, bear with me.
1: How to
2: board the gravy train and keep it rolling? <laughs> I, I, I I pre-ordered just because I think I got the I got the the vibe from the English press room that a lot of merchants
3: <laughs> that, that,
0: that, no. that, that this he, guy is an absolute That, jerk.
2: that he's going to tell a lot of stories
0: Let me tell you right now That I absolutely hated working with <laughs> you, <horse> know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know As as books tend to be You know a bit of an anti climax In that regard But I, I'll give it a read That jumped up <laughs> Thought he knew more
0: than me But I showed him with my scoop on David Omar.
2: Uh Here we go It's called Moments in the Sun <laughs> Yeah <laughs> No, it gets, it, ge- it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Contain yourself. We're only halfway there. Go We're on. only halfway there. Contain yourself. Okay? Moments in the sun, colon, Tales from the Punters pal. Oh
3: yes!
1: Wow. I mean, to be fair, in all honesty, that is great, but nothing beats Tomo with his book Too
2: Busy, Too to, Busy die. to Die <laughs>
1: that is forever is that true
2: that's true yeah. is that true
1: yeah alright the there big fella Jesus, die.
2: because he because he famously had cancer and he like did, was, was, was in a, was in a bad way I think he so. was in a very bad way But yeah. I think the book came out quite soon after schedule. that wow yeah it was, it
1: was work
2: schedule <laughs> okay so so Moments in the Sun colon Tales of the Pulitzer's pal is due to be released on October 6th according to Amazon
0: Oh, if every, if all of us, if every single listener to this show buys it, do you know what they're going to do? They'll make a TV movie. Oh, other other booksellers are available. Of course, so they're available in all good bookshops and some rubbish ones as well. Can we finish <laughs> the arc, please? We're well, no, we we're still waiting the, for the draw. The, for goodness sakes. All right. <laughs> we're well, stalling. After all of this, let me put forward the case for winter. Okay. So she wins over 10 furlongs at Goodwood on atrocious ground. Aidan O'Brien, when you did your stable tour with him at the start of the season, talked about how he considered her to be potentially a middle-class, a middle-distance filly, middle-class, middle-distance middle uh, filly. Class she's, a real, she's a real middle-class type. She's going to have a Georgian house in Dublin. <laughs> Shuffs and waitrose. <laughs> waitrose like and marks that. and spencers. Uh, occasionally, Brown Thomas. So... Middle distance, Philly, uh, was the was the, the quote. But of course, being out of Laddie's Poker 2, you were making the point that, well, is she not going to be more of a speedy type? And uh, she ended up going... It wasn't even the pedigree. It was just the way she shaped. But yeah, continue. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was making the point that he envisaged her eventually being a middle distance type. Ryan Moore made some very interesting comments after she won at Goodwood and talked about how she'd strengthened up and that I think he referenced her being easier to control. Uh, and that it was her class got her through that day and that Aidan O'Brien was saying she could easily go further. They were putting out the warning signals before she ran in the matron stakes. and um, Probably the fact that she didn't go for the champion stakes and that she went for the matron in itself was an indication, but they were very, very keen to point out, oh, look, she might need this. You know, we've been light on her since then. She was all over the winner everywhere bar the winning post when hydrangea got up, hydrangea uh, got up. <laughs> And, uh, and chinned her. Um, the fact that they have elected to go here, I mean, we were thinking QE2 and that Ryan Moore is going to ride her. Is that not, I put it to you, Kevin Blake, a tip in itself? Well, one
2: thing I would say is that at the time we really went heavy on the theory that, look, it basically those days she missed a couple of her The Matron. And it's certainly, she certainly looked to shape that way. She came there, everything went smoothly. She came there to go and bolt up and she seemed to give a big heave and didn't quite do it. Could well still be the case, but it will add in another possibility, you know, on the theme of talking about an and it being a long season and so on and so forth. You know, Winter's had an even longer season. Mm. She's had a tough old time of it. She made her seasonal reappearance on Grand the 8th of Day. April. National she, Day, and she yeah, and she's had a, she's had a little setback in the middle of the season as well, and perhaps as much as it's being a case that she just was caught for the, for missing that bit of work at Leopardstown, maybe that performance was indicative of her arc of form starting to go down a little bit for the season. Maybe I'm just going to throw it out there,
0: or because it it, that, it is something I that that the has theory. that one has to consider, I think. Or is it possible that they were backing off her after a really hard race at Goodwood? Well. She won easily. However, it was atrocious ground, and that they backed off her, and decided, right, well, we're gonna now aim her at the autumn races, and let's let her come back to herself.
2: Well, I don't think they that. it wasn't a decision to back off her. I think she, she had a little, was it a, was the stone bruise or something like mm. that? She had a little issue that, that that meant she missed whatever it was, eight or nine days. Uh, so I don't think it was by choice. But that's just something to bear in mind now because she has been busy and like Enable, she's been brilliant in the middle part of the season like in Abel, she had a ha- harder than a re- ideal race there in goodwood um, I, in the like, Nassau. With the,
1: with the standard of the field is of the quality that we're dealing with this year and you have so many options to play with do you want to be backing a horse that is going into the race with a question mark that's what I think when I'm looking at the race card. Like, she has a big question mark. Her run last time, whether it was the stone bruise or whether she's just going off the ball a bit, which is what I fear. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in the mix there with Enable coming here, bang in form. Ulysses, bang in form. Order St. George, bang in form. German horse, whatever. Bramato, kind of. But you get what I'm saying. Capri off the back of two classic winners. Like, you have to really think when it's such an elite field, do you want to be putting your money... On a horse that is coming here with a big fat question mark, which and for me, the, that is the thing with her.
0: Which the biggest question mark of all is the trip. Well, let me ask you this: When yeah. is the last time a horse won the Arc trying twelve furlongs for the first time? Oh, I noticed. It was 1990, wasn't it? Yes, it was 1990.
1: Yeah. Oh, well done,
0: Kevin. That was quick. That's impressive. You remember
2: the name
3: oh, of the horse?
0: Wow! Uh, oh, I had this earlier. I I looked into this earlier, and I forget. I'll tell you. Yeah, well. I think the pronunciation is Samarares. Yeah, no, I didn't have it off the tip of my tongue, now. Yeah. But anyway. So it, that in itself proves to you that it's it's a difficult thing to do. Yeah, look, I was worried about 10
2: furlongs for her, you know, so I can't jump away from that now. I know she went in more a slowly run that, so on soft ground, I would be worried. But look, something that I, I do give myself a dig in the ribs, I have been for a few years now, over jumps and on the flat, is just not to be quite as bullish about trip preferences as I as I would be with an ordinary horse running in mm. an ordinary handicap as I am with top class horses because top class horses are top class and they just have a way of of performing in not such ideal circumstances you know your middle of the road handicappers they will generally need the close enough to their optimum conditions to show what they can do whereas these real good horses they they're not so They'll They're, find a way to do it. Yeah, generally their preference set isn't quite so narrow yeah. as lesser talented individuals. Um, but draw is key for her. If she got a wide draw now, I, you know, you can never write him off, but I would think that would be a big, big blow to her prospects if she got a wide draw.
0: Well, we've really done it this time on the Final Front Podcast. We started talking about the arc. We've ended up talking about Kieran Fallon, Hugh Hefner, Claude Duval's new book. We still haven't had a conclusion as to who to back and the draw still isn't out.
2: Oh my God, the Ballydoyle horses are getting riddled with draws.
1: <laughs> what? There they are.
0: How many draws do we have so far? Uh, I don't know. I'm just scrolling. All right. Well, you two can keep an eye on the draw. Let's go through the rest of the card pretty quickly. Uh, Pre-Marcel Buza kicks things off at 10 past one on at the races. Magical is going to run for Aidan O'Brien. I uh, haven't been second last time. As will September, who is... Got a bit of a recovery mission to do now, and Polly. i race. And Polly Dream heads the bedding, so Vanessa Ryle, who wins?
1: Polly Dream wins because, as most of you know, I've become obsessed with Laurens, who Polly Dream beat. Mm-hmm. Um, why they're running September in what is gonna be, whether they get the rain or not, it's gonna be soft ground when we know. She is going to prefer it quick underfoot. I do not know that. Is she? Is I she think. though? I wonder. Is she? Is she what?
2: Going <laughs> to prefer it? I I think an a knees on the ground would help her. Really? I mean, not not a biggie. <laughs> obviously, it was pretty testing last twice now, but I think they didn't go to soft ground that she suit her.
1: Even though she's such a great performance, got on properly good to firm ground. Yeah,
2: yeah. rough I'll move mover now. Okay, I think really? a little, I think a little ease is okay, a helper. Would
1: know more about that than me, but I wonder if they might take her to the breed. I thought she might be a Breeders' Cup juvenile Phillies turf sort of horse. Could yeah, she? Maybe she could. Yeah, yeah,
2: could she? She
1: could. Anyway, I was disappointed to see her there, but for me, Polly Dream, she's the favourite. It's boring, but she looks a real weapon. She's with all the right connections, and she was thrown in a Group Three on her second start, of which she won. She's just got everything going on, and that race has already thrown out, I think, five winners, four winners maybe, at, at least four, potentially five, including Impressive Laurens and a few others, and for me, there's no getting away from her in this race.
0: Okay, so the Daughter of Oasis, Dream, in the Cold of uh, Colors um, for Vanessa Ryle, Polly Dream, Cove.:
2: Polly Dream was very impressive last time I saw her, very. very impressive, very likable, and ease in the ground won't be a problem. But an ease in the ground won't be a problem for Magical either. And she's a good filly too. And she'll bring that Moyglaire form in and, and give us a representation of it uh, over in France, which would be really interesting just to weigh up the crop. Um, she's had a tough, she had a tough enough race last time now, to be fair. Um, being short-headed by Happily. But it's just interesting here that Magical is likely to line up here. And Happily is going to go for the like a Lagaderre. Take on the boys. That's yeah. very interesting what does that say I know I don't really want to go down the road of, of trying to read into what they're thinking but it's just interesting that they're doing it it's not typical at all well they're going to get
0: the weight allowance she'll carry 8 stone 10
2: master well, does, this
1: mean, does, does this mean then that they think happily is better than magical or not it doesn't go work like that
2: well I would have thought so I, I suspect it means they don't think there's much between them and they may as well have
0: a, have a shot of
3: two Both. races yeah. rather than,
0: and they've got Clemmy to go at Newmarket yeah doesn't say a whole lot for the Colts. Mm. They don't have something to go for this and they've got a good
1: history in it. Good point. Well made.
0: Yeah. slightly surprising when they're not throwing something a bit bigger at it. So you're going to go for Magical. I will. And Vanessa's going to go with Polly Dream. The second race on At The Race is at 145 at Chanty. Pre-Jean-Luc luc Legadaire. Happily. Taking on Massar. Charlie Appleby's Source: It's short. Very, very short in the bedding. Uh, Godolphin the second representative in Mythical Magic. Um Kev, you can lead us off this time. Frankel's son Rostropovich is going to be in there surely to make the pace for happily. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
0: Or is he going to run on merit? Because he'd need to improve significantly if he is going to. He's probably going to make the run I suppose, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So this yeah. idea then, this suggestion, this this thing of running happily in a race that they've got a very good record in, the grand criterium as it's mostly known as, but the pretty Jean-Luc Lagardère now. Um, I can't remember them running a filly in this race before.
2: No, me neither. Now, I know they've got a wealth of them. Not sure not. I like it. I like it. Mally Doyle have been really aggressive this weekend. Very, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Unlike John Gosden.
1: I think this market... <laughs> wow. You went- that wasn't me. Not my view. Oh, wow. Love-, Love me, John Gosden.
0: Kevin Blake putting John Gosden on blast.
2: Well, I, sh- I probably shouldn't because it's probably Oppenheim that's the issue here rather than Gaza. I've been pretty, I've be pretty, animal- I'd actually be pretty animal- it is. So I, I switched my 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 quip to Oppenheim. Nice. Um, Are you with happily? Almost by default. Masser was good last time, but probably with happily. Yeah. Vanessa.
1: I mean, I just think it's weird that uh, is quite so short in the betting. He's a Group Three winner versus a Group One winner, in happily, I know mm. against her insects, but still, she's a Group One winner. And she gets um, weight from him. He's great. You know, he's rated 108. She's rated 112. Like, I know it's not what it's all about, but I was, when I, just like you did there, which I think was your reaction too, when I looked at the betting this, I was like, what? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Really?
3: Yeah, I'm surprised. I just
1: thought it was bizarre. And also, we've not seen Massa on anything near soft. And the one time he was declared to run on, I think it was good to soft. Admittedly, it was his first run, but they, he was a non-runner. Um I mean, I don't know if that was actually because of the ground. I think it was soft. Either way, I just, that was at York. And I was just surprised. I was surprised that he was quite so short. And I'd rather be with a consistent, good Group 1 winner in Happily getting the allowance than I would be with him, who I just was shocked at his price. I didn't, didn't like that at all. I know he was impressive that day, but I, didn't, I didn't, don't think he was that impressive and definitely not worth being that price.
0: Yeah, I too will weigh in with Happily. Uh, who Donnick O'Brien got the ride on at the last minute after Clemmy was taken out yeah. in the Moigler um, and was impressive there. Right, the race straight after the arc. There's not even a point in talking about the Arab race. Just well done to the sponsors for getting it scheduled where it is. So the 350, the Prix de l'Opera, which many people thought Winter would run in. Rhododendron runs in. Um, last time out, she made her comeback after bleeding on her last appearance in France. She was second in the 1000 Guineas, second in the Oaks. Um, she was pulled up in the French Oaks. And then in the end, she was only beaten four and a quarter lengths behind Hydrangea uh, in the Matron Stakes. And they clearly, I mean, whatever about Winter needing that race, they were very adamant that she really needed that run. Um, this is probably her ideal trip of 10 furlongs. But you are taking it on trust that she's now back to form, Kevin Blake. I
2: thought it was a lovely comeback. Okay. In the matron, um, eye-catching, very likable. Certainly with a view to the next day. And here we are at the next day. Mm. Um, based on what she was doing earlier on in
0: the season, um, you'd have to fancy your chances, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, she was a really classy juvenile. She was really good earlier in the season and she had excuses for friends, So Yeah, look, plenty of these are coming in. Uh, off
2: tougher campaigns I know she's had a big setback in the middle of it but she she, she essentially comes here fresh you
0: know she'll be looking to be peaking here mm. I might give her a very strong chance now I really liked Wajita's run behind Roly-Poly but in her two runs since she just hasn't really gone forward really disappointed yeah, yeah.
2: yeah she, she really disappointed me now um, well might be a bit harsh Certainly she's certainly Germany you would have hoped she would have kicked those horses out of the way but yeah Last time was it was a solid type of run, but still a bit. Yeah.
0: No, I take that. Um, Senga is interesting. Winner over course and distance, ran pretty well last time out behind Sibetsu.
2: Well, that's it. You would have been hoping for a little bit better based on the based on the win in what we'll call the French Oaks, the Prix de Diane. Yeah. Um, you would have hoped maybe for a little bit more last time. That was a bit disappointing, but the French Lover Trial. Yeah. And they might have treated that as a bit of a trial. Just you know, warmer Bit a bit of a two month gap. Um after the pretty Diane. What about Dermot Wells raider? Yeah, I thought she very much had the run of it last time now on Champions Weekend. Um they pretty much left her alone uh in front and she had Spawn and Julie punished them and she's won that race twice now, two group twos. I think Dermot Wells has done very well to win two group twos with her.
0: Queen's Trust really needs firm ground to be at her best. And she ain't getting that. Yeah. Vanessa Ryle, who wins the Prix de l'Opera?
1: I don't know, but I don't like Rhododendron. I don't like her off the back of those those last two efforts at all. And she's priced up at that price because of what she's done the previous season and getting within five lengths of enable. Well, if you're pricing horses up on that mantra, then Queen's Trust should be shorter. I mean, not that she should be backing her, but on the basis that she had a brilliant season last year and she got within five lengths of enable too too. Um, so I I just don't see why I don't see why Rhododendron is quite such a short price. I'd rather have Hydrangea over her.
0: Sorry, who? who? Hydrangea
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it like you got <laughs> Okay. I'd just rather I just you know like are people writing her off because you're presuming that Winter was well below form and she got lucky to land that race it was last year. Fluke
0: week. win! a fluke yeah, it, win.
1: It, it, look, there's no getting away that Winsman run to scratch. We've already covered that.
0: Yeah, no, you make but, a good point. She's underestimated. She is definitely, like she's yeah. throwing in a stinker here and there, but and she's but definitely also, group one class.
1: I'm just going to put it out there that she won a group one last time out and considering she was not touched with the persuader in the last furlong of the race <gasps> for what she was going to, I <clears> would <throat> suggest she was potentially not... Oh, Pushed to the absolute brink and I like her coming into here I don't you know she's a solid filly and she's coming in here in better form than a lot of these um I would much rather have her over the other O'Brien filly at the top of the market Shamreen I think got a very easy time of it last time out and I don't think yeah you know, I think that was lucky I'm not sure she's up to this class if some of these fillies tip up you've yep. already covered why we're not backing Queen's Trust she needs it's on good ground, I'm surprised they're running
0: her. But, um, yeah, I am too. I I'd start idea. to wonder if she's herself, if she's what she used to be. I'm wondering about her.
1: I, I, I don't think she really is, but yeah. they're probably having one last throw at the dice
0: potentially. Yeah. I, I would imagine here and the Breeders' Cup, they'll probably that'll Del will probably be the last throw of the dice. But it just the fact that she even lands up on ground, she's not going to like that. They know she won't like is screaming to me yeah. that things aren't. They can't get her back to what she was. Anyway, that's another stable you're off the list of invites to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Pri de la Ave, Marsha, beaten in Ireland uh, after its cracking run at Royal Ascot, but absolutely sensational finish last time out against Lady Aurelia when she avenged her Royal Ascot defeat. Um, she won this race last year. She will be a short price favourite to go back to back. Batash screamed of a horse that had a long, hard season. Um, signs of Blessing was a winner last time this is a good race Vanessa, who are you with?
1: Um, Marsha, out and out Marsha I, I don't see why you wouldn't be with Marsha to be honest, especially after her run last time Look, it's a sprint, it's not really my cup of tea but um, of tea. If, I, if I had to back something, definitely Marsha I mean you tell me why you wouldn't back Marsha
0: Can't, I'd, I'd be up with her all day
1: I think that's pretty much yeah. sums up that little game. She's, you know, she's not a big prize, but she's not a ridiculous prize. She's no, no. Two to one.
0: that's fine. Uh, poor old Washington DC knocking around here as well. Kevin Blake. You know. You know. I would give signs a blessing a big
2: chance of beating Marsha. Show your work, sir. Yeah. Go I... work. <laughs> Marsha, has been on the go a long time. Brilliant performance last time, but signs of blessing. They are all record of five furlongs, mm. and let's well, lie—it's not a brilliant record. But he—he's looked. No, he was really good in May. That was a brilliant performance. As Scott, you can throw it out because I think there, there was a genuine excuse there, with there was a bit of didn't have an ideal preparation. We'll call it. Mm. Uh, things went wrong for them
0: over there. Run behind Brando was decent. When and that way, was over way, seven. Went well, nearly way seven. too hard that yeah. day. Way too hard. Not Stefan Pasky's finest moment.
2: Um, was getting a little bit revved up on the on the outside that day by Intelligence Cross, but um, but right way, back on track w- last way time too happened. hard. Right back on track last time. Um, bit of ease in the ground will be no problem at all, and might just be closer to peak than Marsha. Okay, if she's at her very best, she'll be tough to beat, but. End of a long enough season As she made her reappearance In early
0: May I know she hasn't been over Overraced but Didn't the legend Sir Mark Intimate that this was Actually the target When she beat Lady Aurelia And that they were Pleasantly surprised I think there might be the Talk day. about that yeah? yeah Yeah Just wondering if I'd like, completely take your point But The thing about Marsha Is that that price That was available Is gone now Everyone's cupped on She's gone 15 to 8 7 to 4 no, She is short now Yeah no, I I would Take my chance With signs of blessing I think there's a I think there's a big, big one in him over five. Okay. And he's about a five to one shot. And the horse that you love, Kevin Blake, to round off the arc card, uh, in the Prix de la Forêt, acclaim. We did us all a favor last time out. Uh, is back from a uh, Not me. I didn't back him because I'm stupid. But uh, you did. And uh, he was impressive. And this is the point. Seven furlongs. He doesn't have to take on Lamato. whether that would even matter or not, kind of here nor there Lamato doesn't seem to be the horse he once was but he certainly doesn't like this ground claims should be alright on it and this is his optimum trip the problem is he's a horse who's just a hostage to how things unfold a little bit yeah he tends to need to be covered up and just
2: needs a little bit of luck and doesn't always get it. he's had more fortune in his last two starts at long last and has run two big big races finishing hmm. second to Brando and then uh, go and get the job done at Doncaster last time I'd be hopeful he gets the job done here. Is Brando going to run?
1: I think so, yeah.
2: He's Pete Price. it would be interesting now, babe. You know, last time, obviously, shocker. Yeah. Shocker. But, you know, it's way too bad to be true. You can possibly chuck that out. And he's beat a claim the time before over the, the six and a half... Uh, in strange enough circumstances, in that the, as we mentioned in our in, when talking about signs of blessing, they went way too hard, and yeah. that really suited Brando. and that is suited the to claim too. And um, he's a horse that's going to be ridden with, with almost certainly, you know, exaggerated weighting tactics. So he'll need plenty of luck himself. But if they went really hard up front, I could, I could, I could see the case for him being overpriced now. It seems a big overreaction. How we? we love those sorts of circumstances when the. When the old bookmakers overreact after after one, you know, readily excusable run. Mm. So
0: you would like the double-figure price of a Brando, Vanessa Ryle?
1: No strong opinion on this race. We kind of covered a claim last week. I think um, that this is his absolute ideal. He's got everything ideal. If I had to have him a bet in the race, I'd back him. But I don't. I, I, I don't.
0: But Vanessa, I don't we need to round up the lucky sixty-three for Arc Day. Sixty-three we- horses.
1: <laughs> stop honestly this joke now i know <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never gonna get old
0: every podcast the
2: dead,
3: ho- the
0: dead horse is just beating
1: to oh, a pulp by now that
0: poor horse <laughs> so come on give us a selection
1: well i'll go kara just simply it's one
0: and more expert insight from vanessa ryle on next week's show right we finally have the draw for the arc you already know what the draw is, listener But for us, this is a huge, huge moment on the podcast The live reaction to the draw So the key players, Kevin Blake Tell us who has been drawn significantly And who's after getting screwed by the draw
2: Enable, stall two, pretty much perfect Perfect, that's if ideal you, for If Frankie. you asked me for ideal, I would have said three or four Two is just fine Excellent Shield shoot forward, race prominently With ID with a little bit of cover Perfect Okay, Ulysses? Stall one I- I'd consider that pretty good too Because Crowley will bury him I think he needs to be buried, ridden like a non trier, Loads of confidence, come late. Winter. Uh, stall eight, which is just fine. Interesting conundrum for Ryan as to how quietly to ride her.
0: Pace is going to dictate that, isn't it? Mm,
2: I think we can safely assume it's going to be certainly an above average pace. Okay. I would be happy enough to assume that. You know, it's, a big, it's, it's an interesting discussion. With a case like this You have a filly that is totally unproven over the trip You really don't know if she's going to stay or not Do you ride her like you always do Chase the leaders Look to get a bit of cover Settle and attack late And she'll either stay or she won't Or do you ride her in a manner That potentially increases her chance of staying But is not what she normally does I.e. drop her right in Bury her And look to come especially late So I'd be, I'd be in the farmer camp I wouldn't I wouldn't dramatically I wouldn't change what she does. I was gonna I, I would suggest, jump her out there and sit in Do you sixth, sit up enable? Sixth or seventh mightn't be able to get near enable from that draw. Right. I, I, I I look to jump on terms and just go hard right and maybe look to aim to finish to, to to sit sixth or seventh ideally with as much cover as possible. But not so much that you get into trouble like Found did. No okay. I, I, don't, I don't think she, She's so good I think you just Ride her As you normally do
0: And she'll let her say or she won't Alright That's winter Order St. George
2: Stall nine I think that's fine If you gave me a, If if I'd been picked Out of the hat To pick his stall And it was given Every option I would have picked Probably six Or something like that So nine is just fine Not terrible Who got screwed? Uh, bad news for Zarak Bad news for Capri Ooh uh, Capri's in 15 Ooh uh, That's not ideal Seventh heaven 17, oh, she'll, good be, look, Pat Smullen. she'll be dropped in from there. Uh, Zarak, 18, going to have to be dropped in from there. And that's pretty much the, the heights of the bad news
0: stories, I think. Okay, we know now the draw. You have your opinions, both of you, that you want to take on an As much as we all respect her and would be delighted to see her go and win the race because she'd be some story for racing as well. If she manages to go, having won an Oaks, an Irish Oaks, a King George... A Yorkshire Oaks A prestigious Yorkshire Oaks And then goes and wins an arc as well That would be stunning It will be one of, one of the great campaigns By a three-year-old filly
2: Absolutely
0: it's up, 100% it's it will there. be It's always right up there There was the brilliance of Sarkava um, And what she did in that turn of foot Particularly in her prep run for the arc And the fact that she dwelt in the stalls And came from last of her That, was, that freak, was freakish Unbelievable Freakish um, And there's plenty of Aidan O'Brien fillies That we can talk about as well Who've been fantastic Minding included But Minding was beaten Along the way And Abel has been on this Winning sequence Which just If she manages to go And line up in Europe's Most prestigious race And win it Stunning ah, but That she being looked, she, said, she did it with the fillies And age allowance. That's that shucks. being said We want to take her on They so. can't give
2: machines Ten pounds
0: That That'd be the
2: highlight If she wins It just gives us a chance To trot that out here Oh
0: yeah Just like completely after time Over yeah. and over again So <laughs> given What we now know About the draw Kevin Blake You will side with we t- can you tell us the ground as well while you're at Because <laughs> that's a key
2: piece of information. If it's on the soft side... Soft is um, currently the going, apparently. I'll, I'll stick with Order St. George, but really, I'm more so thinking about the place part of that.
0: Is, he re- is this really an each-way race, though?
2: Oh, it's far from ideal, clearly. Yeah. It could be a place-only bet on the exchanges, because you will get... An enhanced price essentially, given the, with, with the terms.
0: Good show, yeah.
2: And I, I wouldn't be upset about leaving out the win part with him. Mm. I think he'd be a pretty solid place only, but that, that's my it's a bit unorthodox, but that'd
0: be my recommendation. Okay, so order St. George place only. Yeah, Vanessa Ryle.
1: Oh, I'm torn.
0: What a
2: song.
1: Screw it. Unable to win. Just all that, that, that is I a don't. dramatic turnaround.
0: Good God.
1: What a I've, turnaround. I know, you just gave that big speech, though, and it got me, okay? All
0: right, all right, fair enough. So that's the even money favorite for Vanessa Ryle.
1: You. I make good points for everything else in the
0: <laughs> There we go. Oh, it took an hour, the ba- 11 minutes <laughs> and 41 seconds, but she got there. Oh, The, the bomber The Sorry. The, Sorry, Dad. the spread betters are destroyed. Somebody
2: should really name a filly Bomber Ryle. Oh, fantastic name. Come on, Mark Hugland, get
0: on with it. <laughs> name one of your horses the Bomber Ryle, seriously. <laughs> uh, right, that's the arc. Uh, we got to talk about Claude. <laughs> we got to talk about Claude. Claude. Um, succinct. We-, we don't know the meaning of the word. That's not our modus operandi. Let's go to New market, shall we? We're, oh all, we're all going to be there No we're not
1: uh, the I'm doing ju- hunting in the morning And then racing in the afternoon And that is a perfect Saturday for me Lads and lasses And I'm if
0: very- you were ever
2: in no, any
3: it's, it's, doubt
0: it's, it's fake hunting If you were ever in any doubt yeah, About how posh Vanessa Riley is There you have it Hunting in the morning Basically horseback riding in the morning And then off to the Racing's HQ For the flat Because obviously it's Cheltenham really. Reilly uh, Off to Newmarket for a day at the races Fake yeah. hunting
2: Nelson.
1: It's and I'd like to say we always hunt within the law.
2: Is it, is it, is it a drag hunt? What, what do you actually do nowadays over there?
1: We have a runner.
0: <clears throat> a runner? What is that?
1: As in, you know, like a runner with a scent that goes off. Oh,
0: yeah, house. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Shall, shall we
0: crack on with the Judmont Royal Lodge Stakes, Group Two? Terrible. 150 on ITV4 Nelson runs here So Green is Grass on debut He's won his last two beating Christopher Robin an incredibly frustrating horse and then last time I'm out uh, a Crack and Ride from Donna Brian who's ridden him on his last three occasions to beat Q Gardens um, Ryan Moore will be on board he's already a very short price favourite Kevin Blake Will he get the job done?
2: Oh it'll take a good one to beat him It will um, Herculean looked a lovely horse on debut but Nelson has all the experience now and he was awful impressive last time. I thought, mm. you know, it, his experience advantage was a big factor. I think last time he was beating less experienced horses than himself, but he was ruthless the way he did it. Now, yeah, uh, well ridden by Donica, and ultimately bolted up. I know uh, the form has taken a, a little nudge or two since now, but not not, not bad ones. You know, they they've been beaten the Delanio Roosevelt has come out and been second at the Saxon Warrior, but probably no great job. You know, a well-beaten second, probably no wild shame in that. Mm. But Nelson, absolutely, you know, he beat he beat him by further than Saxon Warrior did. Yeah. And the style in which he did it was very likeable. And yeah, I think Herculean will need to be, will need to put up a Herculean effort to beat him. Who's was written by Ryan Moore last
0: time out, so they're going to have an idea of what they're facing there.
2: Yeah, we'll two, to two of Frankel's big two-year-old
0: hopes. Yeah. Knocking heads here, so that'll yeah. be fun as well. There's a Kitten's Joy Roaring line for John Gosden and O'Sheen Murphy, who was good in the all-weather last time out, but would also need to step up. Oh, yeah. Big time. So you're very keen on Nelson. I think he's going to take an awful lot of eating. All right, Vanessa Ryle.
1: Yeah, I I would have Nelson as well, to be honest. <laughs> All right. I think Roaring Line probably is a nice horse, but... Um, he had his little prep run there on the uh, on the all weather, which is fine. But I would say that potentially he's not up to the standard of these two Frankels. We saw that amazing Frankel today, the um, one out of attraction. Oh, that
0: was stunning!
1: Very good. Cost yeah, a
0: fortune yeah. as well.
1: One point six million. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think yeah, it could be another great day for Frankel, and I wouldn't put anyone off backing Nelson to be honest I think Herculean will probably in time obviously become a really nice horse I'm sure but I just think Nelson has so much more experience and they're probably you know let's say they're at a similar talent level well then Nelson has the experience positive on top of that yeah. so I'd be, I'd be going with him
0: we have a fantastic race next up on ITV4 the job on Chively Park Threading who did final for podcast listeners a huge favour when you listen to Kevin Blake's advice uh, we Will run once again For Mark Johnston Having her third start Looking for three Out of three uh, The Irish boys Coming over with The French filly Different league Royal Ascot winner Aye aye Heartache is back 15 days after Her last win For Clive Cox And Clemmy who has won her last two, was going to run in the Moyglare, but was pulled at the last minute, literally the last minute because the ground was too bad, uh, is going to be the selection for Ryan Moore and Aidan O'Brien. Now, Brian, now, I love this filly. I'm a huge fan of this full sister to Churchill. But this is a really, really deep race. This is some serious talent here. And we better start with threading because she was really good last time out. She was good. She definitely was. But was she
2: brilliant? I don't know. This this is a really good Chevrolet Park now. Clemmy looks tip top. Hmm. Different League brings a very high level of form to the table as well. I'm surprised Different League is as big a price as she is. Eight to one at least.
1: Imagine if Conman had the double with Sands and Mali in the next
2: oh, race. Man. Oh,
0: what a touch that would be.
2: <laughs> I, I met I met him at the I met him um at the sales a few times in the last couple of weeks, and the first thing he said to me was, I listened to your podcast for the first time the other day and you mentioned me on it. <laughs> <laughs> by, by pure coincidence He was driving He was driving back From some sale On the continent And Someone had said to him Turn it on He turned it on And there we were Talking about him. He delighted
0: Here we are Talking about you again Con you absolute legend Delighted is I
2: was Kevin, And he, and he could He's got a strong chat
1: never in a bad mood Talk to him Because <laughs> I, I you up In a matter of seconds legend. I met him at- Doville, and you were spot on. I left smiling away, thinking the world was a great place. He's oh,
2: definitely, the
0: positivity just just flows through from, from him. him. Yeah. It really does. He's definitely got a strong chance in the middle park. But let's deal with different league treading heartache and Clemmy. Like I think they're the four to focus on.
2: Yeah, different league ran a slightly funny type of race last time. I I suspect she's better than she showed. Um, tactically, I don't think the race. Went the way they would have liked with her. it was a it was an unusual type of race tactically. I suspect they'll be good and forward with her here. You know, I think she's not that far away from wanting to step up to seven, and I'd say they'll be good and forward with her here and and put it up to Clemie as best they can. um you know, Clemy's ready for seven as well if you, mm. if, if if you ask me. Yeah, well,
0: we've made the point about Kushkara being the other another Galileo. Yeah, six it's, un, it's winner. an unusual thing for Galileo to be doing what she's doing over six. Yeah, and, and they were going to step her up to seven, obviously last time out, but they've decided to to stick with this. Yeah. Um, is this simply a case of placing? They're going to take the other two to France, and they've decided. Well, Clemmy's classy enough. We know she can win over six furlongs so Let's go there. Yeah, well, it would Like you say, the
2: way they've. The way they have placed them would give you encouragement to think that's what they're that's what they're thinking. They probably as well, like they probably think they'll get the best ground like you know obviously they can't they would have had to make this decision a few, you know days ago, mm. and they were probably thinking at the time right our our best chance of a decent surface is at Newmarket with me because it, it never gets all that bad at Newmarket, no matter how much rain they have, yeah unless they're very unlucky and um, I'd say maybe that's what decided it, as much as the trip and everything else
0: heartache's good.
2: Yeah, this is just a deep field. This is a deep field. If those three or four fillies run up to themselves... We're in for a cracker oof. if they do. Proper.
3: I love
1: fact with Heartache, I think they're really making hay whilst the sun shines with her. Like, she's just a real, small, racy two-year-old. And I'm not saying that she's not going to train on. I'm sure she potentially will do. But I think they know that now is the time to harvest with her, and I love that. So they're just going again. They're upping her in trip and in class... But they're real confident. Clive Cox was on ATR today and not like bullish. She'd never be a bullish character. But I was taken with her last time. I think she's got lots of grit, determination, heart. Six furlongs is going to suit her. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit touched by the whole syndicate story because it is great. Um, And I just think she has a massive chance here. She comes in here, all guns are blazing. And I really like that.
0: They're not just four really high-class fillies. Three of them are in top form. Different league might be back to form now after that run, but yeah. Decide right, for us, right. so Vanessa, who are you with?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll
0: <laughs> we couldn't course. hear that. That could be the ultimate fence sitting. Tell us again.
1: Sorry, I went hard. Take. I went hard take. Okay,
0: Kev. I go a different league. All right. Is that because Khan's listening? No, I think she's overpriced. Mm. Eight to one is big about a Royal right Ascot winner she's overpriced is that because Alpha Centuri was then beaten so far in the Mugler
2: yeah but I wouldn't hold that too hard against she was her off now. the track for
0: a while like.
2: yeah don't be ground
0: was ideal either okay um, Clemmy, but it's hardly original the Middle Park Stakes Sioux Nation another Royal Ascot winner will be taking on Sands of Mali who on his second start was seriously impressive and was even more so at York last time out and Richard fanny has been making the right noises about this horse Um, they like him they like him a lot unfortunately he's been purchased by Chivley Park Beckford was disappointing last time out but ran well still Uh, we've got Rajah Singh the Royal Ascot Coventry winner and of course another Royal Ascot winner in Sioux Nation the Scat Daddy horse for Ryan Moore and Aidan O'Brien another fascinating race
2: yeah, and I don't really have a clue here. It's, it's really, really competitive. I don't have a strong opinion. One I'd give a little mention to now that'll probably be really under the radar and be a big, big price is Hey Jonesy. Oh my God.
0: This horse was so unlucky last time out at York. Drawn on the wrong side. It's it certainly seemed that way.
3: Oh,
2: he was it was sick. And he smashed up everything in his side and was beaten by two in the far side. Two good horses in the far side. Well, he was smashed up in the bedding as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I, I would give him a sneaky chance. Oh, now. we're
0: getting like twenty to one about him. Yeah, I give him a sneaky chance. I think he's I think he's pretty talented. Oh, I'm all over him for sure. I mean, I I like Sanzamali a lot, but. Oh, hey Jonesy he was so unlucky that day. Yeah, no, I get it. This is a big step up in class.
2: That was a valuable sales race yeah. last time, was, But I, I would consider now last time kind of a listed race standard. Hmm. Um, and he could have stepped up from there as well. Yes. Yeah, so if he was drawn on the other side, he'd have won. You'd certainly like to hope so. He's going to be bang up there. He's a he's a fast horse. He's a proper six furlong horse. Whereas some of these. Might well be looking to go seven sooner rather than later.
0: Would Sue Nation look to step up right now, do you think?
2: I think he's very fast. No, I wouldn't worry about trip for him now. I think he's a, he's a Commonwealth
0: Cup horse in the making. Okay. Um, Our old friend Declaration of Peace is in there as well. Ooh. Gosh, Ooh. Uh, Hey Jonesy for me, certainly. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's not a bullish shout, but I think he's interesting. Yeah, no, I'd be with you on that. Vanessa Ryle, the Juddmont Middle Park Stakes.
1: Um, I'll go for unfortunately, please. Um... Carl Burke absolutely flying, as yeah. you can tell. Like that form line of unfortunately Havana Grey and then the heartache line um, and different league in behind, and that kind of that bit of form in the morning. I like. I was there that day actually, and um, he did it really well in the end. And I just really like the Society Rocks. I really like this horse, six furlongs, knows how to do it. He's a Group 1 winner. I what the only other Group 1 winner is Sue Nation, would it be? I think mm-hmm. that might be a lie actually. But um, I just think he's nine to two currently, and he's going to light the ground. Six furlongs is perfect. He's with a trainer who's just all aboard the two year olds. And yeah, unfortunately for me, please.
0: I will stick with uh, your good friend Carl Burke, who has a son of Firebreak running in the big race mm-hmm. of the day. I used to love that horse. He used to win the Godolphin Mile every year Firebreak. at Ned El Shiva. Jeez. What a horse he was. Not
2: many Firebreak fans around her place.
0: Um, to quote Donald Trump, you're fired. Uh, is <laughs> the Apprentice, by the way, is back. The actual proper apprentice with, with Sir Alan Sugar is back in the BBC next Wednesday. Um, you still watch that. Series. Link it. Oh, it's so good. It's the, it is the only reality TV show worth watching. I haven't watched the free. Oh, it's class. Uh, Alan Sugar, you're fired. Uh, That's what I'll go with in the Cambridgeshire. But Vanessa Ryle, you've been studying all day. You've been going through the form. Why are you giggling at that? (laughs) Studying all day, going through the speed figures, going through the ratings. You've been on the phone to all the people that matter. You've got the insight. Who wins the Cambridgeshire? Eeny, meeny, miny.
1: Do you know, you are so because you know that I only surround myself with Group 1 and Group 2 races because the rest is not worth looking at. And you know that. And you know that I don't care for this race. And you know that on a weekend where we have 10 Group 1s, I'm not going to have looked at this. So don't be so mean now. Come on. I don't know what wins it. I don't even know what runs in it. But look, I can't be perfect, okay? And I'm two Gentonics down. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is some statement to make on a
0: tipping podcast. Mm. Ken Blake. Don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is so well, right. So sure, we're all just going to go with your fired, So Let's go with that. Um, you're fired. Lump on each way. Now, on the same day, a very important race meeting takes place. Goran Park.
1: (gasps) Guys, I heard Jesse Feinstein day on ATL. Jesky's back, Forge Meadows back this weekend and Woodland Opera. Mm. I mean, toot the horn, National Hunt Racing is back this weekend. It
0: is. uh, This is a really good meeting. I remember, I remember Kevin Blake on this day a few years ago a very important horse for the Final Farland Podcast team made his debut over fences and he won and he won in some style. It was a comfortable ride from Brian Cooper. And it was a bullish William Mullins afterwards. And straight from this race, he didn't take in another one. He went straight to Leopardstown at Christmas time, where he ran in grade one company and he won. He would then go on to Cheltenham <laughs> and be the final Furlong podcast banker of the meeting. And he has become the most beloved horse that we have. Unfortunately, he will not be in training this season, but this meeting will go down in folklore and history as a final Furlong podcast great at Corn Park. The mighty Don Poli won on this card a few years ago. Nice. And the Beginner's Chase. How did you not remember that, by the way? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I,
1: didn't, I didn't think
0: you were going there. I never thought a horse like Don Poli would be ready at this time of year. Yeah, he, run, he ran and won uh, the Beginner's Chase a few years ago yes. And I spy With my little eye uh, Another Final Furlan podcast Legend uh-huh. of a Boris oh, Entered Jesus, up in this race A few of them The first of them being The <laughs> name escapes me who we're going to make money out of you one of these days. The, the name escapes me. We surely are going to make money out we of you. We know what you're up to, Noel Mead. Yeah. We caught you rotten. Uh, we, we've we got you, Noel Mead. He's been making <laughs> bullish remarks about him as well. He thinks he's well handicapped. Now he goes over fences. Yeah, look, uh, we, we, we won't tell the whole story. I was going you, to. You know, save that for the national yeah, month shows. Um, uh, Gertine is, so is back.
1: In there.
0: Yeah, Gertine is out. Gertine's a good horse. He's a very good horse. Despite on his day. doing an impression of a bad horse last oh, season. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, but he, he's got. Uh, a, a lot of prospects of re- going to, right to the top. I'm avoiding a beginner's chase. Of winning <laughs> a beginner's chase at <laughs> Park. Park. Uh, Woodland Opera, as Vanessa Ryle alluded to, is back. Shane Hill, Road to Respect, Devil's Bally Bride, you? Bally Casey, yeah. Balco de Flo, A Toy Phil. And in the Maiden Hurdle, um, we have got... I'm wondering, is this the race that Kevin Blake was talking about? No, it's not. Your horse, who you mentioned... Actually, I'm surprised he's not running in this race. So, Your horse that you mentioned on the podcast just last week, in fact. This is in He's Tipperary going to run in Tipperary. Yeah. Uh, so well, on, he might not run with the ground the well, way it is. Okay, well, he's currently entered. Um, and you were given this horse the... Wow! I nearly did a double take there for a second. And uh, let's first of all talk about the Istabrak hurdle on Arc Day. Proper jumps race on his back. Uh, Ivan Grosny. Jeski. Juris Girl. Identity thief. Yeah, this Jerz is this girl is won't
1: run, will she after winning the other day?
0: Probably no. I, they might, you know. Probably not though.
1: She was good the other day mm, pizza, very nice to get back on track. You know, yeah. just get a win. Nice confident win. I mean, it's just great. I don't I I haven't looked into these races enough, but it's just great. Jesky's back, guys.
2: Yeah. Cheers. He's only nine, Jesky. You forget that he's not ancient. Yeah, he's been yeah. on you the go for so long. He was—he was—he uh, f- ran in the first uh, four-year-old bumper of the season back back in nineteen eighty-six oh, or whatever. I remember it was. him running
0: in the champion bumper at Punchestown? Remember all those epic battles with Hurricane Fly? Oh, stop. Like he's our connection what? to Hurricane Fly still. Yeah.
2: So
1: What's be- this unbeaten horse in the Hurricane Fly colours? Talk me through him.
0: Quamaz. Uh, well, that's
1: a decent yeah. enough
2: pronunciation.
1: His yeah. form doesn't back up, does it?
2: Uh, no, he's been tipping away at small tracks
0: basically. Yeah. He's winning at odds on, uh, threes on, four to six, nine to ten, one to four, but he could do all right, he could do okay, he's been picking up some nice spots. He was a bit disappointed now at four to one on the other day, he won, but it was pretty workmanlike It that. wasn't as you would have expected him to, now there are a couple of horses to talk about the run in the grade three, Novice Hurdle The first of them being your horse that you were highlighting, Sayar for Willie Mullins, who was so good against Big Ben, now we don't know if he'll get the chance to run, but it worth bears repeating how enthusiastic you are about this horse.
2: Yeah, the ground would be a bit of a concern. I don't know if he'll want uh, soft to heavy ground, uh, but I thought he was really exciting at Kilbegan.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He, the style in which he did it, the the injection of pace there uh, in between the last two flights, I thought it was thought it was lovely. The way he moves is. He's, he doesn't really lift his knee. He doesn't move like a soft ground horse. But maybe Team Mullins will take this opportunity to test him out. Yeah. And see, does he go on it or not? So they know
0: going forward. But if he turns up now, he'd be very hard to beat. Uh, Leslie Jones in there as well for Jessica Harrington. Um, Houses of Parliament, it really didn't go his way so far. Or he did win last time out, but his first No, it didn't go
2: well for him in his first two runs. But I thought he was good at Galway. Um, mm. Things didn't really go... To plan for him And he still won But He would need to step up I think to beat Sayar Yeah uh, You know he, he He was
0: workmanlike On the day And more would be needed The group three Coolmore Stud To give it its Proper pronunciation Coolmore Stud Home of champions Concord Stakes uh, On the flat Has some oof, All right Runners I suppose Yeah the, the, the core decrees in there That's interesting He's only had the two starts This season I think I reckon he's running at Dundalk tomorrow. Oh. Get
1: In's back tomorrow, guys.
0: Of course it is. You know winter is here when Get In's back. Oh, stop. It really is. The two boys. Uh, best of luck to them.
1: I've uh, some the, I mean, footage for Get In this winter. Honestly, genuinely thought I was going to wet myself in the edit suite. I was laughing so much at one stage for something they pre-filmed in the summer. Honestly, <laughs> it's gold. It's just gold. It's okay. too good. Couldn't write it.
0: Just put those two together, and it's uh, yeah, it's legendary. Basically, anything else of interest for the jumps fans, Kevin Blake, over the weekend? Woodland
2: Opera will be really interesting if she lines up in that old uh, novice chase. There, a tip I'd say would be her likelier, her likelier when uh, good, destination. very very good that
0: performance Punches Punchestown.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: super promising.
2: Yeah, and just tip is just going to be a great card. It always is. Like it, it is the premier. Uh, mixed card anywhere mm. and mixed cards are starting to become a thing of the past they're, they've cut down on them again in the fixture list for 2018 did they fade out the send down one in the UK uh, end of season one I can't recall but I I, in Ireland I think they're going to become largely a thing of the past I think a lot of trainers and jockeys don't like them because uh, you know they'll have to travel all the way to a meeting and they might only have three slash Lack four of opportunities races each. for the
0: jockeys, yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a better fit for trainers and jockeys, I think, if you've, you know, full flat and full national hunt
0: cards. Well, I, I take that point, and of course jockeys were up in arms over the cancellation of air, and I take that point as well. But as a, I don't take that point. I don't either, and I agreed point. with you on, on the Sunday Forum. But from a racing fan's perspective, I really like the mixed cards. I do as well. I think they're, I think they're,
2: they're interesting. I think it's good for race scores, but uh, jockeys and trainers tend to be the ones that have the power okay. in Irish racing
0: and if they don't like something it tends to disappear well if you can't get excited about flat racing for this weekend then I don't really know what to say to you and I hope we've done our best to try and, and build up the anticipation by talking about Claude Duval and a book in the middle of an ARC review. <laughs> While waiting for the arc draw to be finally some world made. World class stalling there. Oh, thanks, Kate Abdo for finally getting to it. Who did do the arc draw in the end? Who I'm knows? presuming it's Kate, because she's multilingual. Uh, some French fella. Yeah, probably. Anyway, that's that. We're done. Um Kevin Blake, your best bet of a cracking weekends racing is <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, Why am I always so, my arm yeah,
0: was so surprised? <laughs> who'd have thought? Who'd have thought I'd ask you such a question? Uh, signs of blessing. Oh, from left field. Not that left field. <laughs> well, it's five to one against the short price favourite in a race that I wouldn't have expected you to go for. But there we go. We know Vanessa Ryle hates sprinters. She's, she's not going to go for that race. Vanessa Ryle, your nap of the weekend.
1: Uh, Polly. Polly Dream. Yeah, in the Prima.
0: All right. That's some real creative thinking there, Vanessa Ryle. Going for the old eleven to eight favourite. He says before he puts in eleven to four shot. Happily, exactly.
1: So yeah. steady on. Yep,
0: yeah. but hey, there's a patent. There's your patent for the weekend.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of betting options, and if you want more advice on betting options, then listen to my new Betfair song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is now for sure going to be in the outtake at the end of the show because we had an outtake last week and it ended up in the cutting room floor but this one won't this one's going to be there we're going we're gonna to put this one in Vanessa Ryle sings this is a woman who, was, who went to an all boys school and was told to be to mine right. in the choir but for you our loyal listener Vanessa Ryle will sing for you uh, next week Kevin Blake we will review an epic weekends racing aye, aye. on the Final Farland podcast and we edge ever closer to the return of the national hunt season Oh, it's closing in now lads ooh. Yeah, the winter ooh, nights ooh. are only yeah, going to get warmer in the company of the Final Furlong podcast as we build up to the jumps campaign
2: remember a few years ago on this weekend, a few years ago, Road to riches versus sizing Europe,
0: oh yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: classic race, that one,
0: yeah, um, didn't sizing Europe just get up? he won, yeah, yeah, yeah he just yeah, got up in the yeah.
2: in the fabulous horse race,
0: yeah I still don't understand why they ran him in the um j n y yeah, never made sense, really did horse horse but anyway, that's that, we're done, folks. It's just, I, I hope that the memories of National Hunt Racing and talking about that has got you excited for the Jumps campaign. Um, but in all seriousness, this is a brilliant weekend's racing and it is live on At The Races on Sunday um, with some fantastic Group 1 action. And some of these horses, Vanessa Ryle, will be talking about in the Bloodstock Show in years to come. My I Sure
1: will be. Yeah. yeah
0: So that's that uh, We're back next week If you like the podcasts, We would really appreciate it If you press the subscribe button On Apple Podcast And if you also Five star review please It's really easy <laughs> Is that
3: it? I can't, I can't be asked
2: To explain it all there, There's There's tutorial videos On YouTube If you're stuck Yeah But it is really easy Just venture into the old review section there on the old podcast you, you might blah, have thought
0: up to now ah, oh, it's just like going to be a bit of effort it's really not it's, it's not that difficult at all it's quite simple unless really... you're oh my god and there's there's another
2: uh... <laughs> that I came into my head have you seen In Bruges yes I have Yeah, uh, Colin Farrell's it's character brilliant. throws out that line it's
0: brilliant it's, it's absolutely brilliant
2: been to Bruges great great place take a fairy tale it's like a, it's
0: like a fairy tale. As I say in the film. It's like a fairy tale. Fairy tale. For the for those of you <laughs> <laughs> What
2: the hell was that accent? It's the 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 geyser.
0: Yeah, I know. It's the fairy tale. It's, it's Reese Avons, isn't it? Isn't it? Ralph Fiennes I, I Ralph Fiennes. Vans? What did I think of him? It's Ralph Fiennes isn't it? Yeah, he's the he's the geyser, yeah, he's, he's, he's the baddie. Up the he's belf- the baddie, is it? Up the Belfry. It's like a fairy tale For those of you doing memes Quote and Kevin Blake Right that's it He wants where's, to go off And watch that We're, so we're done Kevin Blake Sign off Good luck Vanessa Ryle
1: Thanks guys It's been a pleasure
0: Look forward to your song And we'll chat to you again Next week Thanks so much for listening Hope you enjoyed it We'll talk to you next time On Apple Podcasts On At The Races On SoundCloud On all various Different <laughs> podcast apps Click the subscribe button Kevin Blake is in stitches Good night Good luck Thanks for listening Talk to you next week Bye bye
1: Have you downloaded the free At The Races app yet? With easy-to-use race cards and form, expert daily tips, plus video replays and in-app betting, it's the app that no racing fan's phone should be without. Available for free on your iPhone or Android mobile, visit attheraces.com forward slash app for more details. I don't know if I should sing it.
0: it. Go, Go for it, I want to hear it now. You can't just say that and then not do it. Barbie Girl, Equine version by Vanessa Royal.
1: Okay, you have to really remember the tune, yeah?
0: Okay. Oh, how could you not?
1: Okay. Are you ready?
0: Yes. <clears throat> Go for it.
1: I can't. I can't. I oh, can't. Oh This
0: isn't This isn't right. You're not allowed to do this and then just... You can't build it up and Come then not do it. On. Do it. Okay. Sing it.
1: So you're thinking of the tune,
0: yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah.
1: <laughs> God. Okay. I can't. I'm really sorry. Jesus
0: Christ, Ryan. you steward. You're a television presenter. You literally present TV mm-hmm, shows in front mm-hmm, of millions of people.
2: Do it. After you go.
1: I'm a gang girl in a racing world. <laughs> Life on Betfair. It's fantastic. You can back all day or play it anyway. Imagination, gambling's your creation. Come on, Bindi, let's go racing.
0: (laughs) Come on, Bindi, let's go racing. If you are not given, like, an exclusive deal by oh, Bedfair man. or Matchbook, like, in the next couple of weeks, then I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: That's not going on the pod, though, seriously, because I can't. It's too embarrassing. I was actually asked to mime in the school choir once.
0: Because me, and, em, me and Emmett have a song ready. Well, well, first of all, you shared on the podcast that you were asked to mime in the male school choir once. And secondly, it's not up to me what ends up in the podcast. It's up to producer D, who is giggling away. So I have no idea. (laughs) It may very well end up in the outtake section of the podcast at the very end. If people want to stay along and uh, listen, Uh, might not. Don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A better version. I can sing it better than that. I was nervous.
0: You want to do it again? Do it again?
1: No, I'm not doing it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Kevin's got a rap. Kevin's got a rap done. And Go he's on. he's gonna get a rap performed by a professional rap artist uh, on this very podcast. You've, you've heard of Vanessa, I think. Have I? But yeah, I sent said, I said into the group. Yeah, Yong-su. into the, into the WhatsApp.
2: Uh, yes,
1: i yeah. On, yeah, don't give it away.
0: Don't give it yeah, away. Don't, don't it give it away. It no, away. That, that's 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 it's for the national hunt season.
1: that away.
0: I I mean I don't know. I mean I presume that all. Betting sites, particularly in this climate, want free advertising. So yeah, fair play. I'm, I'm going to be extremely disappointed if you're not offered like an exclusive Emma Spencer style betting deal where you're going around wearing a shirt with their logo if on it. If I to
1: get a cheap fleece, Labeled with a cheap betting company's logo. <sighs> in the next four
0: Ooh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> Haley Turner's fleece is quite classy, actually, for the particular Matchbook, Matchbook for the particular company she represents. So, you know, some of that stuff can look quite well. Shinners has turned up looking pretty good in the Skybet gear. So, like, Sorry, you, you, you can
1: need to start you,
0: <laughs> Yeah, enough, enough trying to plag free stuff. Speaking of, where's my Coolmore jacket? You still haven't got it from me, have you? Move on, move on.